So, can I go out? I think it's perfect weather for gardening. No, Coraline, rain makes mud. Mud makes a mess. You and Dad get paid to write about plants, and you hate dirt. Coraline. And what do you think you're doing? Well, I'm getting out of here. That's what I'm doing. You could stay here forever, if you want to. Really? Sure, we'll sing and play games, and Mother will cook your favorite meals. There's one tiny little thing we need to do. What's that? Well, <laughs> it's a surprise. Welcome to hell in a cell. Maria! Hey James, what's up? We're in another hell. We isekai'd into another hell again, Which again. One? Which one is it? It's the Greek, Roman. Which one is it? I forget. Which which? We'll just Tartarus? say the Greek one. Yeah, that one. We're no, in that's where that's where the Titans live. Okay, so um, freak. Asphodel? No, the Frigg is up north. We're no, down. Not, <laughs> Asphodel? You know what? We're just in Hades. It's fine. We're just in Hades. Okay. Okay. We're, yeah. We have to fight our way out of Tartarus. Yes. And Asphodel and Elysium. All right. He's like, you guys can leave, you know. It's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're just sitting in Hades' thing, just chatting with Zag, just like, so. How's it going? Pretty how's, shitty for him. How's the escape going, bud? <laughs> Make it out yet? Oh, you did, oh but goodness. didn't at the same time? All right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Got it. Video game reference. Yeah. They'll, if Those who have played it will get it. And those who haven't, <laughs> well, go play it. So, yeah. Who knows if we'll find our way out of this alternate hell that we exist in, which is... Kinda, eh, I don't know if they even really codified what happens after you, like, go down the river. Uh, the river, uh... Sticks. Yeah. I mean, you get processed, like, everyone coming into hell, and then you uh, are either sent to Elysium, or you are sent to, um... I forget what the other place is called. Uh, let's um, not go there. Yeah, so you either go to Elysium or you go to Asphodel or you go to Hell. Well, great. We're unfortunately we're stuck on the river because none of us have a gold coin. We or need two, two gold, gold coins. coins. I know we need two gold coins. Do you have any gold coins, Maria? Sorry, this fresh hell's... out. This hell sucks. Well, you have to wait like a hundred years or something before they actually let you on if you don't have the money to do it. Oh my god, I ain't got that time, Karen. I know, Karen. Right. However, you say your stupid name. We got cartoons to watch because we're an animation podcast. Maybe we should just set up a tent here. Sure. What do we? What do we sell? We're not selling anything. We just set up our tent and like record here. <sighs> Fine. See if the shades have anything to say. Excuse me, yeah. sir. Do you have something to say? <sighs> right? No, it doesn't. Riveting stuff. Riveting stuff, Brad. Thanks. <laughs> At least in the other hell, we got we still can talk. 
Yep, this is what this podcast is now. <laughs> okay, enough of that. <laughs> We're an animation podcast hosted by me, James. That's Maria. Hi. Good for you. We watch animated TV series, and then we talk about it. This time we watched Amphibia from Disney. (laughs) The last of our isekai month. Woo! We did it. We got through the month, Maria. We did. We did get through the month. It was great. I loved it. It was pretty good. We're We're in Hades. It sucks. I mean, it's fun. We'll get out someday. Anyway, we watch season one, episode 10, Toad Tax, written by Michelle Cavan, storyboarded by Drew Applegate, Cheyenne Curtis, and Kyler Spears, and directed by Derek Kirk Kim. Okay, what happened? All right, so in the first part of this episode, Toad Tax, um, we see... Anne, with her frog family, toad family, just, you know. Frog family. Okay, frog family. Um, Just, you know, in in town, getting getting supplies and and groceries Mm. and, what was it, beetle jerky, right? Yes. That's what it was? Yes, Anne wants some beetle jerky and is denied. Is denied the beetle jerky by by she, another toad who steals it from her. Um, yes, the coronavirus has infected this town too, and you can't get anything. Here oh my god! Either. Yeah, so the last bag of beetle jerky is snatched away before she can grab it, um, and everyone starts making fun of her because she's tall and calls her a scarecrow, and that mm-hmm. makes her a little sad because you know she's new here and she likes the people that she lives with, but they're all being mean to her and. Meh. See, this is a feeling that you've never experienced, Maria. Of course, no, never. I don't. I don't know what it's like to be outgrouped immediately as soon as I walk into a place. I don't know what that feels like. Anyway. I was making fun of your height. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, went, I took that in a totally different direction. Yeah, you took right. it in a very different. I mean, like, yeah, you could take that interpretation <laughs> all the way to the bank, but you know, I was just making a joke about how you're short. <laughs> Okay, yes. No, I've never been, like, uh, called freakishly tall. No. I mean, to be fair, neither have I. Good. Yeah, there we go. I mean, I I get a lot of legroom. Um, (laughs) Planes aren't that bad for me. Trains aren't terrible. Cars are great (laughs) for me and the person sitting in front of me because they get to push back and have nice legroom. It's it's a good time all around. I'm, like, you know, fun-sized. Anyway, negative into a positive. Exactly. There we go. Um, so you know she's trying to earn respect of the town, which is difficult to come by because what was their motto, James? Uh, slow to accept and slower to respect. Do you want to try that again? S- slow to accept and slower to respect. What, what do you mean? You said as slept. I said accept. Okay, I'll try that again. You said said it slept. (laughs) I'm sorry, but it's true. Okay, okay, okay. I'll try that again. (laughs) Okay. Cut out that part. Um, Yes, sure. Yeah, slower to accept. No, 
Wait, no, start over. <laughs> My God, this is one thing where <laughs> you can do it. Okay, okay, here we go. Slow to accept and slower to respect. So the town is go. not great at being great to the people that live here that are new. <laughs> um, and while walking, uh, you know, walking to their snail ride, um, they find that the mayor is making a um, statue in the middle of the square and they don't really know why. Um, but they're like an eh. ugly statue. Yeah, it's an ugly statue, and they don't know what's going, why it's happening. But they're just like, eh. right. um, when they see sort of these toads come in from Toad Tower, is that what it's called? Or is it just yes. called the tower? No, it's called Toad. Oh no, it is just the tower, isn't yes. it? Yes, it's the yes. tower. Okay. Might as well be called Toad Tower, come on. I know, right? Yeah, so they they come from the tower and they're here to collect the taxes from the town because apparently mm-hmm. they didn't receive any taxes and so they... Uh, and Anne is curious to see who they are so she kind of goes up to them and, uh, you know, has a fight with them and they're like, ooh, you're weird <laughs> looking but also you can swing a racket, so... <laughs> a tennis racket. Yeah. Hell yeah. Those things hurt as someone who has hit myself with a tennis racket before. Those things hurt. Anyway. How do you hit yourself with a tennis racket. I am a disaster. All right. Just, just, uh, just, just let it be. Uh, fine. Anyway. Yes. So, so yeah, they, they basically offer her to be there, to be part of their quote unquote gang. Um, to collect <laughs> taxes unquote. from from people, uh, they're tax collectors, and they basically go around town, um, taking people's things because the list is really long, and even the people that have paid their taxes, the taxes never reached them, so mm-hmm. they're just taking everyone's stuff now. But while they're doing that, Anne basically uh, picks up a couple things and leaves it with them. Um, so, you know, um, the bag of, of beetle jerky from the person when they went to take all of the stuff that this one guy had, um, which was not much, which wasn't much looked like he was a scholar of some sort and those people don't get paid. Um, (laughs) a scholar. And, uh, you know, like the, a dog bed for, or, or spider bed, I guess for, um, for one of the old ladies' pets or, you know, the walking cane for another guy. Like, small stuff yeah. that they were repossessing that Anne would come back and give to them because she felt bad for everything that was happening. Let's um, pause here, Maria. Yeah. Because let's talk about probably the one thing that I uh, want to give the most praise to. Mm-hmm. And that's the character designs. Of, of the frogs? Of everybody. Yeah. No, I, I quite like them. They're very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I th- think my favorite is the little frog guy, um, who's like her, her friend, the one with the oh, slingshot. Uh, Skip. Skip. Yes, I I love his design er. and the the little tadpole. I love them both so much. I love them to bits. <laughs> what about Hot Pop? He's great too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um. Uh, whereas, like the Owl House. Is kind of and uh, and to a lesser extent, Infinity Train. It's kind of a mishmash, right? Of a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. 
it, amphibia is is a it has a definite theme which is frogs and bugs exactly like that i think that is why they were able to flush out the character design so well because like in in Owl House, there were supposed to be like a bunch of different magical things in one place, so it was just kind of like a frenzy happening. Mm-hmm. And with with um, which is fun, yeah, which is fun in its own self. But and like in Infinity Train, it was like depending on what car they were in, it would change. Mm-hmm. Um, and then therefore, and because it was a corgi car, we saw a bunch of corgis. But there's only so much character design that you can do with corgis, right? Yes. Um, are they do they have yellow fur or do they have brown fur yeah and like do they have a large white patch or four small white patches nobody knows um <laughs> it's like there's yes. limited stuff that you can do with them so mm-hmm. it, it feels kind of flat but again yeah with amphibia they look pretty cool i, I quite like the distinction between like the toads and their like darkish skin tone and color palette and like the frogs with like some of them are green some of them are different shades of green but there's some of them that are brightly colored and that's pretty cool mm-hmm. everybody has a very definite silhouette mm-hmm. on them yeah the toads are much more you could tell a toad from a frog yeah by their silhouette yeah yeah that's true um i uh I think I, I also really like like they have accessories and stuff on them, you mm-hmm. know, like the the one like the um, the frog that runs the tea shop has like a little dress and like the the grandma has, you know, you know, stuff that is associated to a grandmother or, you know, the guy with the walking cane has glasses and stuff like that. Like they have accessories and they're they have like individuality, um, mm-hmm. even though they're basically background characters, which is great. <laughs> Yes, they they yeah they they put a lot of effort into. Well, I mean they're back. There's a limited amount of characters in the show, right? Like you basically got to see most of them, right? But I mean, still, it's still like at least maybe ten or fifteen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, you know, they put a lot of effort into making sure everyone was distinct and recognizable, like at a glance. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could tell, okay, who's this one? Oh, they they uh, run the store, the, or this one run runs the, the tea shop, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and that's kind of like it's it's an interesting sort of small town vibe too that they managed mm-hmm. to maintain with that because it's not a big city, right? So you don't like again with with Owl House, it's supposed to be this big, you know, university academia sort of situation where there's so many people, so you know you can only design so many characters right but like with amphibia yeah. or with this particular town it's like a small town so you know everyone and therefore mm-hmm. it, in, in sort of within the within the show too you know everyone even as in the audience because it's a small town and there's only so many people that are in a small town there's a guy that runs the store there's a guy that runs the tea shop there's the girl that runs the you know whatever there's the old grandma that knits stuff for everyone every christmas you know like you know everyone and their mom and it's it's fine yeah i think what most people don't think about when they watch shows is that they you have to pay somebody to design all those yeah. characters. Yeah. You 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 have there's there's a dedicated character designer who usually comes on the project. And they're there to make background characters. They can make the uh, 
model sheets and all that, or they help make the model sheets. Right. So you have to design the characters, make the model sheets, and send them off to, you know, to the studio, to the animation studio where they are referenced. And, you know, they have to be very precise and you have to make sure uh, there are clear instructions about, like, how does this character move? How does this character, you know, uh, every diff- a lot of different angles. It's a lot easier in the digital era, obviously. Mm-hmm. Compared to the, like, 80s and 90s where you had, like, you have to send in through the mail physical model sheets. I'm sure fax machines weren't, were available Uh but weren't up to the task. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm pretty sure you had to mail them through the mail all the way to Korea or wherever you were animating. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah, character designs are very important, and Amphibia nailed it. They did a pretty good job. I I quite enjoyed the the characters. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, yes. When it when it comes down to to collecting tax from um Anne's sort of family, I'm just gonna call them their family, her family now. I'm sure yeah. they've just adopted her at this point. Um, mm-hmm. she basically loses her shit and uh, fights them all. <laughs> Um, and loses clearly, but the townsfolk see her trying to sort of do this and come to her aid. Um, and then Skip shows up and is like, Well, so you remember those taxes that you didn't get? The mayor stole them all and hid them in this ugly ass statue. <laughs> Shock of shocks. Yep. Um, and then the mayor makes a bunch of jokes that are very relatable today and then gets chucked, uh, out of town basically um mm-hmm. and uh, you know the toads take the taxes but are not very happy anyway and return the townsfolk's stuff to them um and they just kind of leave go to the tower with their money and, in yep. tow and Anne earned their respect yep and earned their respect Woo! Woohoo! uh do we want to like give our thoughts on this part? Yeah, um, yeah, let's do that. I like this episode. Um, mm-hmm. I it, enjoyed it. You laughed a lot. I did. Yes. <laughs> There's some great jokes. There's some good jokes in there. Hold on, I think I have something over here that I. Which one was it? Oh dear. Um, flirting with death. <laughs> <laughs> also, they called Anne a scarecrow, and I found that really funny. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, Skip running off to find to solve the mystery, and he's like, "Use the door." Yeah, and he's like, "No, <laughs> no, never." I was, I was, I, w- I wish that he would have at least come back and like closed the windows afterwards. That would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been. That would have been polite. Yeah. yeah. What are you teaching kids? Yeah. Not to be polite. Not all that. Yeah, jump out the window, but close it afterwards, you little shit. All the drafts gonna come in. You think the money? You think you think energy just just doesn't cost any money? You think money grows on trees, huh, kid? Close the damn window. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a great. It was a good episode. Did you did you follow it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I I was following pretty pretty all right um i do wish i'd seen more of the episodes um but but apparently yeah she's been living with this family and that's kind of cute um Mm -hmm. and adorable yep 
and yeah, she, she she's an interesting character. I like Anne as a character. She's a good good sort of protagonist. She's uh, Thai. She's what? Taiwanese. Oh. Huh. All right, then. That's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. No, no. Anne's great. I like I like her. Um she's again like a good a good main character, a good protagonist, you know, has heart but is also like you don't all often get to see um like I like the way that they structured the fights. Like she isn't helpless. <laughs> um, you know, she's she dual wields. Yeah, she dual wielded. That was freaking cool and like you don't often see um wielding well no you don't often see female characters like that right like no it 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 has to be you don't see wholesome and a fierce character in the same character often together um especially a kid yeah exactly like a kid and especially a female like a girl um oh uh katara yeah, Katara. There's an example. There's an example. Exactly. Like, she's great. Uh, but again, like, Katara-like figures are very rare to come by. <laughs> and again, the entire... Like, the, the story arc with with um, Avatar is very sort of... It, it, it has wholesome elements, but, like, it's a very sort of large-scale um, type of show, right? Like, and and... Katara mm-hmm. is not the main character of that show, whereas over here she's the main character, and also she gets to be fucking awesome. Um, I mean, she's a pretty big character. I'd say she's not a main character. Hmm. She's the first character you see in the show. So. That's, yeah, she's not the I mean, protagonist of the show, though. Yeah, but she's like a. There's like five protagonists in the show. Are you sure about that? I. They all got so much development and journeys, well, and yeah. individual journeys that I would say they're all protagonists. All right, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, all right. I'm fighting for you, Katara and Toph and Suki. Suki, not so much. Oh, I like great. Suki. She's Suki great. She's great. awesome. That was, that was a great reveal that she's just like, oh, yeah, now I'm part of the team. Yep. Yeah, no, she's cool. Um, But anyway. um, she <laughs> Right, Amphibia. Amphibia, yes. But, like, again, you don't... Katara aside and, like, those characters mm. aside. Anyway, Avatar is a different phenomenon in itself. Um... <laughs> But, like, other than that, there aren't many characters that you see like that. They're either, like, a total hardened badasses or mm-hmm. they're, like, um, ribbon-laden, um, polka uh, sort of cutesy characters that, that, that are there and they may have a couple moments of, of, you know, being cool or whatever, but they're not. They're, a, they're not the main character and B, they're also, like, Sometimes they're they're cool, sure, and it's just a way for them to be like, yeah, but this character can do stuff too sometimes, <laughs> but not always because that'll take away the spotlight from the main guy, um, <laughs> you know. So yeah, no, Anne is a really cool, fun character, and those like fight scenes were very nice. I liked them; they were well. Um, yeah, we'll talk opinion, about the well. fight scenes in the next one. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, the next one had a little more. 
But again, like they were well conducted. I can see why they were like they moved the camera away when she got beat up. Um, oh yeah, they they did the old cut. Yeah, they Smash did the cut. Little, yeah, they like moved the camera and then like cut to the to to her just like you know sword swing down cut. Yeah, yeah. And then them in and them in pain. Yeah, and you're just like, what? What happened? Show me the pain happen. No. Um, show anyway. me the blood. Show me the gore. Um, it's a Disney show. It's for kids. They're not gonna show you that. Um, no. But not yet. Not yet. But it was a good. It was a good, again. It was a good. Well done. And uh, I mean, me as a like kid, me would have been so happy to see that. Like kid, me would have been jumping up and down on the couch somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, well, we got crap, and these kids don't even know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good show. It's a good it's mm-hmm. a good episode. The second one, yeah. James, do the honors. Yeah, Prison Break, written by Matt Braley and Jack Fair. Oh boy, oh boy, Jack Fair Fairiolo. Good job, James. Oh boy. Uh storyboarded by Aaron Austin and Hannah Ayubi. Yep. Ayubi. Something like that. Directed by Bert Yoon. Yo Yoon Yoon. Oh yeah, and the show is also created by Matt Braley and released July second, twenty nineteen. What happened uh, in this one? So this one we're in a completely different place seen it's dull it's crappy it's shitty (laughs) um there's a bunch of like toads just tonguing each other um Mm. and Mm. and um you know somebody enjoyed that more than we did (laughs) (laughs) for different reasons anyway um so there were toads like tongue wrestling and uh clearly we're in sort of like a a uh, garrison of sorts um and uh, you know there's toads and armor and you know whatever and this one toad specifically in particular walks in and uh sort of has a scar and a cape and way more armor than everyone else um and it basically goes around insulting everyone because he's in charge and everyone else sucks and they're useless and cowards and can't do anything right um, and he punches a pillar. To be fair, that's all true. I mean, yes, but that's not how good leaders lead their teams, no matter how shitty your team is. That's fair. Anyway, um, so... I did like the little impact shot when he punches the pillar. That's a good shot, yeah. yeah. I quite like that. Um, they held on it. Very, very good, very good. Anyway. Yeah. Then also that toad that was wearing the breastplate as his pants. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, but, I guess it's easier to go to the bathroom now. <laughs> I don't know. Let's not let's not dwell on this. Yeah. Right. Well, he gets taken to the pain room, so. Ooh, the pain room. Yep. Everybody that doesn't get to pay, everybody that doesn't pay their taxes gets to spend the weekend with the pain monster. All right, I'm sure there are some people who are into that. Um, that that was a that was a Futurama reference. Oh my god. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Yes. Anyway, wrong yes. cartoon, James. Um, <laughs> we'll enough. watch that one day. I we will. It's a good one. 
Yeah. Anyway, um, so we we cut to um, a prison cell where there is another girl whose name is never said in the entire episode, or is it? No. I don't oh, wait, know. Her it name. is. Don't know her name. I didn't pick it up. Uh, Sasha. Oh yeah, Sasha. Never mind. They do say her name. Yes, Sasha. Yeah. Anyway, well, she so, says it. Okay, yes. Sasha. Uh, she um, is basically sort of in the same uniform, school uniform, that um, Anne is in. So you know mm-hmm. they know each other, but she's a blonde. So <gasps> you know that they hate each other. That's not true. Um, <laughs> what is this? Totally spies. Is it? Yes. <laughs> kind of, just better. Um <laughs> Uh, were you really disappointed when we watched that? Yeah, so she convinces Percy to become a jester, and um, he, yeah, he like dons his jingly hat and whatever, and says that he's gonna quit his job and become the best, loudest jester in the world. <laughs> um, and well. I forget what the fro- what the leader frog's name is, but he comes in and um, oh. Uh... Oh, shit. What's his name? Captain Grime. Anyway, so Captain Grime shows up and um, Percy basically hands in his resignation by running down a bunch of tower stairs because he doesn't want to get hit. So Captain so um, Captain Grime comes uh, and basically tries to pester Sasha for more answers, but she doesn't have any answers because she came here and she doesn't know how and wants, just wants to go back to her friends. And Grime's like... No, wrong answer. You have to give me something more. And she's like, um. <laughs> she was like, Nyah. yeah, basically. Um, and uh, has somehow made friends with all of the people that have guarded her and somehow convinced them that they should stop guarding her. Um, and is sort of this uh, very um, sly, manipulative uh, person. Because she's blonde. I mean, that's a trope that I'm, I'm kind of tired of, but eh, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so, it, yeah, Grime is trying to grill her, and um, they see that they're, uh, well, they're interrupted by um, another toad who walks in, and she's like, sir, we have uh, a problem, and he, she takes him up to the tower, and they see um, a couple of birds. And herons, herons, specifically. Yes, specifically herons that eat toads. Um, and so they, uh, Grime has everyone, you know, put down, put down the torches and like be very quiet so that they don't come attack the tower. But since Percy quit, he walks out in full gear in the one man band and just just freaking entertains the hell out of those 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 herons and they want more so when he runs back into the tower they're like who turned off the music and run after him um and break so we into describe the tower. these herrings they're horrific horrific looking yes yes that's kind of the weird juxtaposition in the show is like the little twee cute frog characters and everything else is horrifying. Yeah, the entire world is horrifying except for that little village somewhere in on that tad uh, on that uh lily pad shaped island. Mhm. Anyway, so they attack 
And like the the colors in this area is so different from the village. Like the color palette is yes. like all all dark and and like and dull and just not fun. Um, rust colored, I would call it. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's yeah. Yep, it's a rust color and like grime colored. Um mm-hmm. and um, I have to say, like, his glowing eyes are a real good touch. Um, I like the use of glow that they that they have. Like, they don't have, like, bright flashes, but they have, like, those little glowing stuff. Like, tadpole, mm-hmm. uh, like the, not tadpole, toadstools. Or, like, you know, Grimes' eyes are glowy. And those are very cool. Um, a very easy way to indicate your villain is to not give them very expressive eyes yeah or pupilless eyes yeah yeah he does not have much in the name of eyes except for glowing glowy stuff right yes glowing whatever <laughs> yep so anyway um percy leads the the herrings back to the castle and um which leads to sasha sort of fighting them and then also escaping them and then helping um, Captain Grime find out that if he's nice to his uh, subjects, that uh, then that they will do more for him, and sort of teaches him how to give compliments to his people. Um, and mm-hmm. then they valiantly s- storm the herrings and poke them with stuff, and they run away. And um, Captain Grime basically. Well, wait, Maria. We what? have to talk about that kick-ass fight scene. Yes, we do have to talk about that kick-ass fight scene. We do. Yes, yes. Oh, well, there's Which... not much left in this episode, so I was just gonna finish it. Then. Oh, okay, sure, fine. Yeah. Go ahead. So, um, so yeah, uh, Captain Grime, uh, basically is like, yeah, I'll give you everything that you wanted, and you can become a vagabond and just roam around this place to find your friends, or you can become my lieutenant. And we can take over the world and find your friends. But mostly take over the world. Um, that, that's priority one. Yes. The other thing, you know, that'll come later. Yeah, exactly. So she decides to stay with him and um, sort of pulls out a, a picture of her, of like a Polaroid picture of her friends, her and her friends. Um, and we find out that Anne, well, I guess we already knew. I don't know if this is the first time she shows up. But, you know, that's how we know that... It, the three of them sort of ended up here and are uh, separated and are trying to mm-hmm. basically find a way to meet the others. Um, yep. But sort of an interesting uh, juxtaposition to um, Anne. Uh, but first, let's talk about the, the fight scenes. Uh, and then we'll talk about that okay. later. We'll talk about other stuff. Yeah. There's a lot to get through. Yep. Okay, fight scenes. Okay, so not a lot. Because it's not that kind of show, Exactly, really. yeah. But what we get is actually really, really, really good. Yeah, it's really good and very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, the, a lot of chucking. Uh, what's that? A lot of chucking things. There's a lot of chucking things, yes. That's, you know, you gotta, you gotta make do with what you got. Yeah. But uh, the best one is specifically, it's this one single um, steady shot. On the, on Sasha and who's the bad guy? Captain Grime. Captain Grimes just like kicking that, kicking these two herrings' asses. Yeah, they just like jump and like, what the? Mm-hmm. 
kick them in the head. They jump, and then the camera just stays there. Yeah. It just watches them, like, fight and combo move shit. Yeah. it's all just, like... It's so good. Yes. She, like, tosses her... Like, she's using a club for some reason, despite them having swords before. Whatever. It's fine. It's a a choice. (laughs) Yeah. And then I think he catches the club. Yeah, she tosses him the club, and he catches it, and he whacks him the the head. It's just very well done. Oh. It's so well done. It's, and it's well choreographed. Like, and this is like, you know, kind of a slice of life show. Yeah. Um, more, some action-y elements to it's, it. It's classified as a comedy when you search right. it on Google. Like, But it has some very good fight scenes. Like, yeah, where did this come from? Excuse me? A kick-ass, a kick-ass cheerleading lady just fucking wrecking them? <laughs> Physically, as well as, like, having the social intelligence to manipulate a garrison of toads by being nice to them. Yep. You know, Mm. you don't see that. You don't get to see that. No. You don't get to see that kind of problem solving often in, in like, TV or, like, video games and stuff like that. Like, it's not, you don't get to see that. Fair point. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the cinematography. Yes. Um, There's not a lot in it, but. Not a lot, like, not very dramatic ones. No. But there are good ones. Yes. I think probably my favorite thing is that, and take notes, Infinity Train, <laughs> calling you out, even though you're a great show. And then, anyway. Uh, did you notice that, uh, who was the bad guy again? Captain Grime. Captain Grimes. Did you notice that all of his shots are at a low angle? Yeah, yeah. Yep, there you go. Yeah, every time he enters, uh, it's it's at a low angle. It's very well done. Um, mm-hmm. All the other toads are at a high angle mm-hmm. shot, so he always looks taller than all of them, even yep. though they're about the same size. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they did a pretty good job of that. They do a good shot of the 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 herrings too yes oh my god that was a good shot of them and then there's also a shot of him like of just the general area that they're in and how it looks very dystopian so Mm -hmm. in in the scene when he's when he's trying when he's trying to convince sasha to join him um you can see in the background like the way that it's positioned they're both on the sides and you can see in the background just dystopia and and just you know just not a very fun place to go out and hang out and you know traverse right. through right when you especially if you're by yourself it's very formidable to look at and you're talking the, about the end right yeah the ending part when they're standing oh, right yeah. in, in, the, in the remains of, of the tower and then they're they're just like talking and behind them you can see that like the way that it's structured is very well done Framing. Framing. I know. It's almost like composition is important in storytelling. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought it? Who would have thought? Um, the other thing I really liked is that Sasha is also shown at a low angle because she's on the ground most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. But when she's when she's in the, the panic room and coaching Captain Grimes to be more manipulative yeah then suddenly she's at a lower angle shot equal to him yeah yeah i, I think that they did a pretty was, good job of that 
Like a good good way to establish power relations um, Mm -hmm. very subtly. Um, I think they did a pretty good job. And Mm -hmm. Sasha's a a fun character, very interesting. um, You know, it's it's they've taken that sort of blonde cheer cheerleader sort of queen bee trope and Mm. given it a little more um i wouldn't say heart but they've given it a little more of a punch um quite literally in this case um (laughs) like it's she's she's very emotionally intelligent and she understands how group mentalities work you know, you can mm-hmm. see that. You can see her use it very explicitly. Um, yes. But you can also see that she's, she's also physically capable. Like, she's not... She's not just going... She's not use, just, like, using feminine wiles to, 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 to seduce everyone into doing whatever. She's just being a nice person. And, it's a kid's show, Maria. Well, yeah, but, like... <laughs> Are you telling me they haven't done that kind of stuff in kids' shows? They do that kind of stuff. Bugs no, Bunny. Bugs Bunny. That's all you need to know. That was made in the 30s. Oh, they were You can't make that argument then. I don't know what I don't know what happened there. But yes, um, the the payoff for her character is pretty mwah. Mwah. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Yep. So. Yep. Watch the whole show. It's great. Yeah. Oh, like did she's... we skip ahead? Wait, did we? Did you? Well, no. I, I mean, like have. she she's she, like yes. she looks like a promising character. Um, I want to yes. like after see especially after Toad Tag, sort of seeing her, um, mm-hmm. seeing in this. Anne. See, well, after seeing Anne and then seeing Sasha and then sort of realizing that they're not, it, it wasn't, because I didn't see the um, the intro part, right? So I just knew these mm-hmm. two as separate characters. And usually when shows like this happen, like there's this character, the one with the heart and the one that's like kind and nice and whatever. And then there's a manipulative one and they're usually on two different ends. They're always as shown as rivals. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting twist to see um them being friends right they were supposed to be friends and her trying to use these means that she has this this um you know social and emotional intelligence to sort of twist her way to the top and then use that power to find her friends right again something that you don't often see it's you all often see women pitted against each other constantly um especially in shows like this like they're always pitted one against the other and it's always the same kind of like stereotype of of the the manipulative the cold-hearted the bitchy one versus the one that is um you know maybe socially awkward or or just has more morals or you know stuff like that the one with more heart sort of winning people over slowly and then taking down this cold-hearted bitch or whatever you know that's or in the case of totally spies the bitch versus the bitch well yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) again totally spies does not have much in the name of character development or or anything of the sort um but you know like yeah like she's just it's very interesting to now watch to see how these two will eventually meet each other and it will most likely be in a situation where 
they're they're not on the same sides right now. And while you know Sasha does not is not like an evil person or whatever, she's using what she has to get her get back to her friends. Um, it, it's very clear from these two episodes that they will both be on different ends of of um, or different sides um, and not realize oh. it. Yep. So it's very That's interesting. It's kind of obvious there. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> it's interest it's it, the the posi- positioning of these two episodes was very well done. Mm-hmm. To set that up is what I'm trying to say. Yep. So It's great. I like it. It's a good it was a good good show, good characters. I like them. I will watch mm-hmm. more. Probably. I binged it, Maria. Really? And that's rare. Oh, yes. that's good. Nice. I don't like to binge things. But you binged this? I binged this. All it's right. so good. Yeah. Um, Anne is very lovable. I, I quite like her. And Sasha is mm-hmm. very interesting. Um, and lovable in her own sense. Because you can see her switch constantly between, like, mm. when she's trying to be nice to the other toads and then when she's, like, talking to Grime, who she knows she can't manipulate like that. And so she's very sort of cold and and um, assertive. Mm. But, mm-hmm. like, w- way more gentle towards the others. And whether, like, clearly she's using it to manipulate them. And I wouldn't blame her. They stuck her in a cell forever. Um, <laughs> yes. But, you know, she's not trying to be evil or get them in trouble, right? She's just trying to get or find a way out. Um, but the, the way that she sort of switches between being, like, assertive and, and you know, very... Uh, blatant with grime and then switching to like kind or or um polite or gentle with the other toads um it's it's just very well done I, the writing is very well done yeah what do you what do you give it i'd give it a, i don't think there's anything else i'd really give a good four mm-hmm. it's a good Same. four it's really good. It's a good it's a show. Really good I, show. I quite enjoyed it. I didn't have any, like the the backgrounds were well done. Um, like they're I'd not say they very aren't as detailed. Good as in yeah, they're not as great as like um, Infinity, Infinity Train, Train, but it it fits the theme. Like it doesn't feel like it's the production value is lower for them. No, it just fits the the way that the show is designed. Mm-hmm. Um. The character designs were great. Um, you can a plus. See, yeah, you can see a good story and a story arc being built here. Um, mm-hmm. So all in all, just a very very good show. Um, quite quite yep. happy with it. Um, the person who voices Anne is um, the is London from from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Um, if you see oh, that, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 oh my goodness, yeah, she's she's voicing she's still Anne, a Disney princess, kind of, yeah, she's still with Disney. Um, oh. yeah, ah, I never, oh man, I remember not watching that show. What? <laughs> my I sisters watched, watched it. Yeah, Brenda Song. Um, she's uh, I don't know. There was something else she was in. I think she's in a couple different things. I haven't actually like mm. she was she came under fire or she was accusing oh, the great. the director or the 
producer for um, Crazy Rich Asians for um, rejecting her because she wasn't Asian enough or something like that. Um, she wasn't Asian enough. Wow. Well, I don't know what like the I don't know the whole story and like the director was like, nah, yeah, I didn't not. do anything like that or whatever. But like, I don't know how Let's they settled it. But yeah, like I don't I don't know the details, but I know like I know she came in the news for like a blip um, mm-hmm. for that. But then you know, so when I when I was looking through the cast, I was like, oh, well that's cool. I like that. Um. So anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. just a little bit Great. of trivia for yep. y'alls. Good. Great. <laughs> All right. Ready for the news? Yeah. News. We got some news. Not a lot, but um, uh, let's see. What do we got here? What do we got here? What do we got here? We got, uh, what do you want? Do you want the big news, the weird news, or just the kind of dumb news first? Um, Let's go dumb, weird, big. Dumb, weird, big. Okay. So, all right. Dumb news. The Asylum has put out their uh, mockbuster of Pixar's Onward called oh. Homeward. Okay. Do you know who Asylum is? No, I do not know who Asylum is. Okay. They're this weird studio that puts out fake, or uh, not fake, but like knockoff movies. Okay. Of- big budget movies i don't know why they're still in business because like nobody buys dvds anymore the the thinking was maria Mm -hmm. here's the thing they put out okay so you got like transformers Mm -hmm. the movie they would put out transmorphers okay and old people would buy them for their grandkids thinking that's the movie that uh, little billy liked i'll get it to him for his birthday and then these kids would get these shitty knockoff movies and they would be like thanks grandpa it's exactly what i wanted oh my god so yeah they basically were just there to trick old people into buying them for their grandkids but nobody buys dvds anymore so why are they still doing things i guess they're putting them on streaming services and tricking people into watching them. amazing yeah so that's asylum they put out homeward oh i see it it's garbage because it's all really 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 and i mean really cheap animation all right super like the cheapest you could go. Anyway, that's about that. All right. Why are you still here, Asylum? Go home. You're God drunk. Damn God damn it. Um, the dumb news ne- or the silly news next? Yep. All right. Uh, the critical consensus for the new Harrison Ford movie, The Call of the Wild, is out. And critics are saying that the weird CGI dog is weird and creepy, and nobody liked it. Hmm. Weird have CGI you seen dog. This? Have you seen this, Maria? No, I have not. Oh, boy. Okay, you got to see this. Okay. Uh, go look up the Call of the Wild trailer. Oh, okay. Um... It is a sight to behold. It could be worse. Oh, it's so bad. 
could be worse. How? I don't How? know. It could be worse. It just feels like it could be worse. How could that be worse? That is a far, far, far cry from Gollum. <laughs> that was a guy in, in a mocap suit, by the way. Oh, my God. Harrison Ford had to pet a guy in a mocap suit. Of course he did. It's it's just awful. <sighs> like, we talked about this with Monster House. We did, The yes. limitations of mocap. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to rehash that, but yeah, this is just such a far cry from Gollum and Andy Serkis's work. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And I see what they're going for and what they're trying to do, but... Uh... I Yeah, I see it. We just don't have the technology. Yeah. <laughs> or the... Or the ability to... I don't even think that would work, even. Just just make an animated movie. Yeah, I don't know why they keep trying to do this. Like, it's not like Disney hit the jackpot by doing that. <clears throat> that people are, like, now doing it, too. Just, just leave, just... No, just stop. Please, God, <laughs> find st- something new stop. to tell us. Jesus, just, just stop. Go home. Get some help. <laughs> All right. Um, probably the biggest news we've got, and maybe a portent of things to come, is that uh, Universal Studios is going to be releasing their new movie, Trolls World Tour, which is an animated movie. Okay. Have you heard of the Trolls franchise? Yeah, the weird, like, little trolls with... That are brightly colored and have spiky hair. Those guys, right? Yes? Yeah. Yep. The, they've had a few. They've had two movies, I believe, so far. Okay. Um, and this is the third one. Okay. Um, yeah, they're going to be uh, releasing it uh, video on demand on the same day as the theatrical release. Oh. Because of the uh, coronavirus. Wow. Huh. Which... Might be the first step towards the death of theaters. Yeah, yeah. And there, there are a few emotions with this. Mm. I'm not a big fan of theaters, personally. Right. I don't really like them. They're they're a racket, honestly. Right. But, you know, there are a few movies that are improved by a theater experience. Like, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy, which was really fun in theaters. Um, seeing it with friends is fun. But then again, we we watch movies together in the comfort of our own homes, that, which I yeah. think is much more fun. But, yeah, this, this might be a trend that could continue until um, basically theaters are just relegated to a few well the the prevailing theory mm-hmm. maria is that disney is going to buy up all of the all of the theater chains and so the only movies you will be able to see in theaters are disney movies um i don't like that no it's it's a yeah it's really bad but that's kind of where the trend that's that's where people are seeing since 
like Disney's trying to have a movie out at like almost every month. And they they are dominating the box office with their movies. Uh, I mean, I understand the appeal of movie theaters and I don't mind them. They're just too expensive for something that you can watch at home a few months later. Like that's that's the that's the basic problem mm-hmm. behind movie theaters, isn't it? That that right. it's new movie snacks are too expensive. Um oh, God, and yeah. and it, it tickets are expensive. Like if I'm paying mm-hmm. 15 bucks um a month for Netflix to be able to watch any fucking movie that I want. Um Whenever you want. Whenever I want, at the comfort of my home, then why would I go to the theater? That means going out. And that means, you know, transiting or driving or getting mm-hmm. together with people. Like, yep. you know. And that's and why they... That's just... too expensive. Like, that is... Again, it. I pay a month for, like, a thousand movies that I couldn't even watch in a month. <laughs> versus the same amount of money for a movie that i get to watch once in a theater Mm -hmm. and again surrounded by a bunch of people who you hate yeah and i like theaters like i don't dislike them they're Mm -hmm. just not worth the cost i think yeah that's that's probably the big thing for most people is that they are not worth they're not they're not worth the cost i mean they tried to do to bring people in with the 3d gimmick yeah, like especially no. like we're a far, far cry away from the days of when you had to go to the theater because the VHS copies of your movies are shit. Yeah. Because people had tiny televisions that couldn't even show the whole movie. Exactly. So now we've got giant flat screen TVs and surround sound. Dolby Digital's in the home, baby. Yeah. and And again, like the people that... So the thing is that theaters don't understand that their market is not rich people. It's not people that have that disposable income because those people can just afford a giant TV and a surround sound stereo system. So if they want people to come watch movies in a place like that, then they have to lower prices because the kinds of people that are going to go watch movies are people that maybe don't have that in their home and would be more than willing to pay like five bucks on a weekend mm-hmm. to go watch a movie but not 15 bucks that's bullshit or <laughs> university students will go watch movies because that's a way to go hang out with friends and it's an opportunity to socialize and you know you could work with that but 15 bucks for a ticket is not what someone's willing to pay for that like they might as well just all pitch in get a projector put up a sheet and watch <laughs> it like that get someone right. to get at their bose um portable speaker hook that up and you're good you're golden they don't need um a friggin yeah they don't need that no more you you could just yep. pitch in and get a projector do it that way do it at someone's house yep it- i mean the big problem with that is that the theater's margins are so slim because they get gouged by the uh studios like disney yeah so disney's cut i'm sh- I believe is a lot higher than most other studios. Mm -hmm. And so, but Disney movies are the most popular. So you've got to show, you know, you have to have them show in all four of your nice theater screens. Exactly. 
and you have to get in a lot of people because your margins for profit are so slim because Disney's taking such a big cut. Big cut out of it, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but also theater chains are awful. They are. Um, I understand the predicament that they're in, and mm-hmm. I know that the, the entire sort of theater industry is is kind of messed up and needs something to shake it up if they want to survive. Right. Um, but nobody has well. really come up with an idea that is that sticks with something like that. Like, I guess no. something that I can see is having different having different movies be priced differently for tickets. So if it's like an indie movie or something, mm. you price it lower so people that are just looking for something to do would just pick up a ticket and, and watch something new just because it's cheaper. Something yeah, like that. Nobody, nobody's going to pay 10 bucks to see Beale Street can talk. Yeah, like you know, uh, again, I don't I don't I don't know what the regulations are when it comes to pricing and ticket ticket pricing with with yeah. theaters and stuff like that. So, I but again, clearly something needs to be changed if the theater industry wants to survive. Um mm-hmm. and charging like a bajillion dollars for a ticket is not the way that they're going to save themselves as much as it would hurt to lower prices. Keeping them high isn't bringing people in. No. And, you know, the rich people don't want to go to the theater. Exactly. The people that yeah. have that kind of money don't aren't going to go to the theater to watch movies. No. Or they're going to go to the one high-end theater that no other... The, the 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 peasants can't go to exactly mm. yeah it's yeah it's kind of fucked anyway but yeah it looks like we're probably gonna be seeing a lot more movies put on to on demand yeah which yeah you know i i personally i'm happy with <laughs> um that's fair like again apparently... i wouldn't miss movie theaters that much I would be sad to see them go, but like, eh. Like I, I like right. I like going to the movies with friends, even though people hate me in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> but but like I I like going mm-hmm. to the theaters. Um, it's a different kind of vibe. I don't I don't yeah. dislike it, but again, like, there. I'd be there. sad to see it go. But what do you do? Sort of situations. It's, yeah, it's kind of like you know what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um I have a bit of news. I guess it's not news, that much news anymore. What? But but what? Disney I released wasn't informed of this. Disney released um Frozen Two two months earlier. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Um on Disney Plus because they knew that people aren't going to leave and so Di- might as well. <laughs> and all those they kids did it are gonna be at the home. coronavirus. Yeah, they did it because of the coronavirus. They knew that people are gonna be home. They knew yep. that kids are going to be home. Oh, God. So, I mean... Fuck you, Disney. I They're smart. You got to give them that. <laughs> they're uh, very, yeah, very good, smart. <laughs> it's a good move. It's a, it's a smart business decision, especially if people were dropping off at Disney Plus because there's not a lot of shit on there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, after you watch some of the stuff, like, after a while, it's kind of like, eh. I'm just waiting for Toy Story 4 to drop. It's already on there. It's not. Is it? Yeah. It's not. Wait a minute. It is. 
Maybe it's not on the Canadian side. Oh, God. Well, it's on the North American one. <laughs> well, because we don't get um, uh, the the sequel to... Um, oh, wait, it is here. <gasps> I did not know about this. Anyway. She did not know. Anyway. um, But, well, yes. yeah, like, we don't get the Frozen 2 till tomorrow. Damn. Um, but you guys got it early. Woo. Yep. USA. USA. We are broken. Anyway. Yes. Yes, you are. What are we doing? Um, But, yeah, smart move. Smart from move. a smart company that is trying to push copyright to 70 years. Oh, God. Give up the mouse, Disney. Give up the mouse. He's not even that, like... He doesn't even make that much money anymore. <sighs> just just let him be. Let him become Creative Commons. Jeez. Pikachu makes more money than him. Yeah. Just let it go, Disney. Let it go. Uh, no, we're not doing that. Maria, where can they find us? Well, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Chaotic Silly. Or you can also leave us a like or a comment if you're listening or watching us on youtube um or if you're listening to us from apple podcasts you can leave us a review or if you're listening to us on spotify you can follow us and if you're already following us thank you very much um and if you are if you particularly enjoy our work you can give us a dollar and for a dollar a month you get our um exclusive patreon podcast movie night in hell where james and i talk about animated movies instead of tv shows um and those episodes are a little longer so if you like torturing yourself then what is wrong with you but also welcome um <laughs> what do we watch this month we watched Coraline I remember this time Jay <laughs> I thought you were doing a bit I was but I decided not to do that this this episode just to shake it up a little bit you know oh my god you're shaking it you're putting out news stories you're shaking up the bit I don't even know what's yes. going on I've taken over this podcast. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Oh, my God. Shut up. (laughs) What about our email address? Um, If you would like to reach out to us in in a different way, for whatever reason, shape, or form, um, you can email us at ljmpodcast at gmail.com, and we will reply as soon as we possibly can, which would be like immediately because we don't get emails. Send us emails. We're sad, lonely people. We get spam. Great. We get a lot of spam. Well, don't send us spam, please. Yeah, we we don't have any money to give to any Nigerian princess. We really don't. Please don't. Anyway. Please don't. Yes. That was Isekai Month. Yeah, Isekai. Oh yeah, we got it. Uh, we had. We were gonna rank them. We were. All right. Yes. How do you rank them? I mean, like in terms of like the show overall. quality overall. Like overall, like Amphibia is the best. Yeah, I like Amphibia. Um, and then I want to say Owl House, and then Infinity Train. They're all really great, but yeah, it's a it's a narrow margin. Yeah, it's a very narrow margin. Like I would totally watch all three of these shows because they're great. Um, yes, and you should. Yeah, but Amphibia was sp- spectacular to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. It's very um, well done. Which isekai would you like to live in the most? Um, I think Owl House. 
Yeah, same. <laughs> Getting to do magic and shit? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I want to do magic. Hanging magics. out with demons and shit? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Ida is a great, great weird mentor. Love it. Yes. 10 out of 10. It, totally it down for teach. the crazy kook teacher. Love that. <laughs> cool. That was Isekai month. That was fun. Woo! We'll never do it again. Because Lies. the other isekais are all shit. Ah, uh, I suppose so. I mean, yeah, no, you're you're right. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. You're mm-hmm. not at all. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Western isekais are better than Eastern. Wow. Wait for the weebs to come at your doorstep with pitchforks and torches. Come at me, losers. Oh, my God. Calm down, James. Jeez. <laughs> well, c- God, we watched three isekais at one after another, and they were all great. Yep. There was no uh, sexual assault. Yep. There was no jiggle physics. Thank there was God. No sl- <laughs> there was no slavery. Good God. There was no male power fantasy. <sighs> there was no. <laughs> there was no subservient women. Jesus. Yep, that was nice to see. Yep, so I believe that the West has has a check mark on the scoreboard for that. Yep, I suppose so. I suppose you're right. There has to be a good Eastern Isekai, James. There is. It's called GGO. Oh, yeah, of course. We discussed this. Yes, yes, we did. We did. That one has everything we watched here. Yep. Except for frogs. Does not have any frogs. No, it does not. Not that I remember. But it has a girl. It has her learning about herself and growing as a person. Yep. It has cool fight scenes. Um, decent backgrounds. Not that great, if I recall. But They weren't terrible. They weren't like terrible, them. but they weren't like the level that we've been seeing. That's fair. Yeah. But. You know, that's kind of anime in a nutshell. Yeah. Well, no, fairy tale had great backgrounds. What am I saying? Yeah, fairy tale did. Yeah, I mean, again, you 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 can't have everything, I suppose. Yeah, you can't have everything. But anyway, watch GGO as well. Yep, that was a good show. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's it. We're done. That's it for Isekai Month. We'll see you guys next month. Bye. Move out of my way. I'm getting out of this stupid hell and going back to our hell. God damn it! All right. Shut up, Karen. His name's Karen now. Whose name's Karen now? Chiron. You know, the oh, boat guy. Ki- okay, sure. I'm taking it. I took his boat, Maria. Oh, my God. Give Charon back his boat. That's too late. <laughs> Come on. All right. We're going back to Christian hell where we belong. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Virgil, come find us.